Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nadarim daf Pevav, Nadarim 86, and on today's daf Yomi, on Pevav, on the Bayes, the Gemara introduces us to a statement which the Gemara actually says in Yavamos and Exubos and Gitin and Babakama, so this is a statement that Rava makes throughout Shas, and the statement is as follows, that Rava taught Dhamma Rava, Rava says, even though something has a lien on it, something has a collateral on it, there are three areas where we say that these things can override the lien on it. And what are these three things? Hektish chametz v'shichor mafkian midet shibud. That hektish refers to something that's consecrated to the temple. Chametz refers to something that becomes, that's leavened bread once the holiday comes, once the holiday of Pesach comes, and shikhar means freeing a slave. So these three things are mafki and midi shibud. They override, if there's a lien on the on the object, they override it. So we're going to go slowly and analyze these things. So the first is hektish. So that we say, and if a person has consecrated something to the altar, let's say he's, he he has an ox, and the ox, and there's a lien on it to his creditor, that his creditor has a lien on this ox, meaning to say he made his, even though normally speaking you can't make a, a lien on something that's a movable property, but in this case we, he designates his, as his ox as an Apotiki means to, means to say he designates his ox specifically to his creditor to collect it. And so under these circumstances, he designates his ox, that his ox specifically, there's a lien on it for the creditor. And then the person comes along and takes his ox and designates it to the altar. He says it's Kedushas Aguf. He says not Kedushas Abedek He doesn't donate the value to the temple, but he donates the actual ox to be brought as an offering on the temple. That overrides the lien. That the this consecration is going to override the lien, and then the the lender has to collect his ksuvo, his debt from someplace else. And so the Tosas in Mesechas Ksuvas asks the question: If that's the case, well, then every bar, borrower can take all of his property and and basically and prohibit it to the uh, to the lender by a vow, and then the lender won't be able to collect it. Meaning to say, if you're allowed to say something is hectish, and then you could basically prohibit something to the lender, and then the lender won't be able to collect it at all. And so Tosus answers that just like the sages made the uh, the. In certain ways, the the sages made the husband have certain a strength over a uh, of of over his wife, and as respect as it relates to vows, so too they strengthen the creditor in certain areas, so as not to close the door before the borrowers. And so that the, the and the Ritva says that this law was not actually said by vows, but it was really only said by consecrating something to the temple. So that's the first area that if you that that a person has the ability to consecrate something to the temple, even though there's a lien on it. And the second area is relates to chametz to to leaven bread as it relates to Pesach. So let's say there was a a Jew, and the Jew said uh, that let's say his grain is there's a lien on his grain, and his grain is supposed to be played to the idolater. And now the holiday of Pesach is coming, and so therefore. Since the holiday of Pesach is coming, it overrides the lien once the time of the prohibition of Pesach arrives, and the chametz is going to be prohibited for the Jew to get benefit from it, like the like all like all chametz that's owned by the Jew, and and so therefore the chametz would be prohibited to the Jew, and the Jew would have to destroy it. And even though we learned in Mesechas Pesachim that if the that if the non-Jew lent money to the Jew and he and he took his chametz and 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 the Jew made the, and there was a lien on the chametz the chametz would be permitted to the non-Jew 
after Pesach. That was only said in a circumstance that where the Jew took it out of his home and gave it into the house of the idolater. And under those circumstances, we say it's like the idolater and it's not prohibited. But in this case, where the Jew kept it in his home, then we're going to say that it is prohibited for the for the for that we're going to say the chametz is prohibited. And even though there's a lien on it, it the chametz overrides the lien. And the third area where we say the chametz overrides the lien is with respect to shichur. That let's say a person takes his slave and there is a lien on this on the person's slave, meaning to say the person has borrowed money and in order to guarantee the loan he puts a lien on his slave and now he wants to come along and free his slave. Now even though there's a lien on it, he's allowed to free his slave. The the freeing of the slave overrides the lien and then the lender will have to collect it from someplace else. And so we see from here that this is the third area which overrides the which overrides the lien. So the the question that the commentaries raise about this is: Don't we say in the Gemara in Masechet Kitten that, the dispute, that there's a dispute whether or not a person who frees his slave has to pay the lender because? He is damaging his lien or not. So we see from here that according to all opinions, the borrower doesn't have to, he's not obligated to pay the lender on account of the loan. So he answers that it's possible to say that there is talking about a situation where he made him explicit a potiki, like we said before. But anyway, we see from here the fundamental idea that when it comes to freeing somebody, the sages went to the, went to the, extra level and the sages, even though they're on certain levels, there's a prohibition to free a Canaanite slave. We see, however, when it relates to this concept of freeing a slave, that it even overrides a lien. And we're going to say it's in the same category of consecrating something to the temple and not owning not owning Chometz on Pesach. What a powerful, powerful idea that the rabbis are saying that even if some, even if there's a lien on your slave, you could just free the slave and thereby override the bondholder, so to speak.